It's the show where the topics are topical, but not typical. This is Atypically Topical with Mindy and Josh. We're going to do a new segment. Uh-oh. And probably one time only because it's topic specific. And we're going to play You're in a Cult, Call Your Dad. <laughs> And I don't have a song prepared, but I'll put it in later. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, Ch-ch-ch. so I found a, a website where they list 29, quote unquote, normal celebrities you won't believe were in cults. And it's from stars.topics.com. Not sure what it is. Who cares? Mm-hmm. So it's going to be pretty simple. I'm going to give you the name of a celebrity and you're going to say you're in a cult. Or if they're not in the cult, you're going to say, call your dad. Okay. <laughs> and, of course, that's inspired what, by... But why would they? Why would I say, call your dad, if they're not in the cult? Just, I mean, dads like to hear from their kids. I just wanted a second But if to they're work. in the cult, but, <laughs> but, in the, but if they're in the cult, shouldn't I say, call your dad? So what is the other option going to be then? <laughs> they're just not in a cult. <laughs> that's not as catchy, is it? <laughs> I was going to put, you're in a cult or dads. <laughs> and just, they're either dads or they're in a cult. <laughs> but that's, oh, hold on. Or they're in a cult, but. I mean, it's if there's, if there's women on there, it's pretty obvious. Yeah, exactly. Oops. It's it's hard to just narrow it down to men. Mm-hmm. Just go along with the premise, okay? Just say dad <laughs> if they're not in a cult. And if they're in a cult, you say you're in a cult. Okay. Kind of like one of the Billy on the Street segments. Okay. First one, Paul McCartney. Mm, would Paul McCartney be in a cult? No, that'd be more of a John Lennon kind of thing. So I would say not in a cult. That's correct. Yes. Paul McCartney's not in a cult, as far as I know. <laughs> Mel Gibson. He's in a cult. Incorrect, as far as I know. Besides being a uh, anti-Semite, that's not really a cult. That's just being a douche. Mm, that's true. <laughs> I didn't take that into account. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, I know he was in a cult. You do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think it, it had to do something because, like, his brother died or something. Oh, and... so, um, I don't know. I didn't read about that, but I have a little bit about it. He was raised in a cult called the Children of God, which traveled, oh, yeah. Tra- yeah. Uh, traveled all over the world to spread their weird messages. He and his brother, River, became mm-hmm. disillusioned to the mistreatment of their family and eventually got out. They yeah. still exist, and they've been rebranded as the Family International. Yeah, it, his brother River that died. Mm. Yeah, I think they were going to like some club or something. Are you sure River died? I think so. No. I think it was River. I think there was also Summer too, or something. There was another one, and a sister that. No, it was a brother. No, I mean that was in the cult. Oh yeah, yeah. but I mean, let me see. Yeah. Because I think his brother was also in movies. Yeah, River Phoenix. And he died at twenty three. Shit. Okay. So we'll cut that, but <laughs> essentially, so, so Mindy just looked up a horribly written article about it, and it apparently it was Forrest Phoenix that um, died of some kind of overdose. Yeah, um, and also it came it brought to my attention how weird all the siblings' names are. <laughs> there's River Phoenix, there's Rain Phoenix, there's Summer, there's Liberty also. Liberty? Yeah, that's another one apparently. Joaquin is the only normal one. <laughs> Joaquin is like the most normal one and it's not even that normal. Summer is not bad either. Yeah, Summer's okay. Um, okay, well. But yeah. like, dude, imagine how traumatizing that must have been. Yeah. 
That's not good. <laughs> it just said Phoenix thought they were disgusting and they were ruining people's lives. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, and said that he was raped at the age of four. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. He this said that article he lost... didn't go that... <laughs> yeah, he said that he lost his virginity at the age of four while the children called... Well, in the children of God, but I blacked out. I blocked it out. Anyways, let's move on. Okay, sorry. <laughs> okay, so so far we've had Paul McCartney, Mel Gibson, Joaquin Phoenix. Phoenix was in a cult. Mm-hmm. You've gotten two out of the three. But as a, as, a, as a child, though. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't really have a choice. Right. Yeah. Um, I got four more, so if... Hold on. One, two, three, four. Yeah. I have seven total, so two out of three so far. Let's see if you can at least get four. Okay. The next one, Prince. In we've a cult had, or call your dad? We've had Joaquin and Prince. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say that he was in a cult just because, I mean, I was making fun of Prince earlier, that asking him if he was in a cult. That's your reasoning? Yeah. Because I... you're, you're going back to our dog, <laughs> how you were talking to him, asking him <laughs> if he was in a cult. <clears throat> yeah. And that's going to be, okay, um, incorrect. He was not in a cult. Oh, okay. So two for four. George Harrison. He was in a cult. He was in a cult. <laughs> Why? I don't know. It just seems like the type of person that be in a cult. <laughs> well, you did say John Lennon before. Yeah. So. George Harrison was a completely devoted member of Hare Krishna, the famous oh, tambourine-playing yeah. cult from the 60s. When the Beatles broke up, he devoted his life to it. It isn't so bad as far as cults go, and others, uh, and other than being accused of targeting runaway minors and giving them acid... <laughs> They just want more peace and inner spirituality for all its members. And they're also still around. MBD. Yeah. <laughs> all right. You got a couple more here. Um, you're three and two. Next one, Winona Ryder. Mm. Is Winona Ryder in a cult? That's hard. Yes. Or does she need to call her dead? I'm trying to say she was in a cult. I don't know. Runner Rider was in a cult. Yay! The Rainbow Commune is sort of a hippie utopia for adherents and does a lot of Native American appropriation and is generally comprised of the worst sorts of people you would meet at a Burning Man festival. <laughs> okay, so I think you are good. You have one more. Just to, I think, to go. You only missed um, Mel Gibson and Prince, right? Yeah. yeah. So you're... Um, Four for six. Okay. This is just for a bonus. Antonio Brown. I don't think he was in a cult. Antonio Brown was not in a cult. Oh, okay. <laughs> he is just a dick, also. Much like Mel Gibson. I need to I need to like learn how to differentiate between people that weren't cults and people that who are just dicks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess that's the moral it's of the true. story. Well, you did a good job though. You got five out of seven. Nice. So good job. All right, and for my main story, I found an article from August of 2015, and it's the 10 craziest cults you've never heard of. So it's just going to be a quick summary of some like lesser-known cults. Should I say if I know who they are? No, this is just I'm just going to tell you about it. Okay. I mean, you can, yeah, if like you've heard of it. The first one is the Aetherius Society. Okay, that one I haven't heard of. Okay. Oh, for one. Let's get it. 
Founded in the mid-1950s by a former British taxi driver, Aetherius is a New Age religion whose belief systems are built around the idea that a series of cosmic matters, mostly Venus and Saturn, control the fate of humanity. What, cosmic matters? matters? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Around the idea that a series of cosmic masters... Masters, okay. I was like, because matter, like Venus and... <laughs> yeah, cosmic is, matters. Isn't that just like rock? <laughs> yeah. uh, good call. Uh, additionally, they focused heavily on prayer and spiritual and spiritually charging the earth to make way for the next master, a messianic figure who will descend to earth in a flying saucer armed with magic more powerful than the combined materialistic might of all the armies boring yeah that's just there's nothing fun about that call you're just praying that this guy's gonna come down and <laughs> yeah come I, down on I, a saucer I, yeah and do what yeah <laughs> just you you continue to pray <laughs> like there's no sex or anything like that i don't know you uh, can, uh, maybe you can rate them from one to five okay. in terms of interesting yeah i give that one like a two okay. there, there's some like aliens so that makes it right. a little bit more interesting but okay. yeah Sounds good. Okay, I'm going through all 10, by the way, so I'll have okay. a lot of scores here. Okay. But they're all short. Number two, the Honohana Senpogyo. <laughs> that actually sounds kind of familiar. <laughs> really? Yeah. This modern Japanese sect yeah. is often referred to as the foot-reading cult. I was, I was going to do this for my story, but then... Oh, you didn't? <laughs> I didn't, in the end. Based on the claim that its founder, who also claimed to be the reincarnation of both Jesus Christ and Buddha, that's quite a... Even though they lived in different time periods? <laughs> ...could diagnose followers' problems by simply examining their feet and that they would die if they weren't examined appropriately. I feel like this guy is just like a foot fetish. Yeah, like see, a, I give this a Tarantino. one. There's something exciting about this. It's just going to be some weird-ass <laughs> guy looking at my feet. Hold on, I'm not done yet. Don't worry. Oh, okay. According to his methods, traits like short toes indicated a short temper. Ooh, how original. And fat toes meant your life would be filled with good fortune. However, the whole ruse unraveled when followers fought back against the steep $900 fee he charged for each inspection. What <laughs> the fuck is this shit? Yeah, that sounds... <laughs> so, one, you said, still... This is like 0.5 now. <laughs> You're paying 900 bucks. Well, we need to figure out what scale, what your what your rating it on. Is it still just interesting level or like um like craziness? Int interest, like how it benefits me, <laughs> um, like the um I don't know what else. It's just like my personal preference, okay. I guess. Okay. <laughs> Number three, Chen Tao, otherwise known as the True Way Cult. Chen Tao was formed by a former professor who was clearly insane. His beliefs included that the universe is four and a half trillion years old. Mm. Our solar system was created by a nuclear war. We each have three souls and that humanity has been rescued on five different occasions by God descending in a flying saucer. Another one of those. Yeah. So with people wanting God to come down in a saucer. However, the 160 member group essentially disbanded after a failed prophecy in 1998 when founder... Han Ming Chen predicted God would appear on a single TV channel in North America, whether or not you had cable, at 12.01 a.m. on March 31st. Hmm. That's very, <laughs> like, mo the most specific thing yeah. <laughs> I've ever heard. Okay, so what's your grade of this one? I still give it a one. Like, <laughs> give it a one. Yeah, I mean, it's just, oh, maybe a two. 
Because at least we're like, we're just kind of like chilling out. We're not like praying or whatever. Mm-hmm. We're just like, oh God, Jesus is going to come up at this specific time. And then when he doesn't, it's just like, oh, okay, I guess I'll leave. Fair enough. Strict, yeah. but fair. So it's like, you know, you don't really get hurt by him, but you don't necessarily win anything by being right. in the cult. So it's All right. A- let's see. Let's, let's see if we can kick it up a notch here at number four. The Order of the Solar Temple. Oh, I've heard of these. This secret society's beliefs and activities involved a mix of early Christianity, UFOs, New Age philosophy, and Freemason rituals. They were a mostly peaceful organization with some unconventional beliefs, such as death is only an illusion and life continues on other planets. Okay. <laughs> Until the infant son of one of its members was sacrificed in one of the group's lodges because he was believed to be the Antichrist. Shortly after, a number of people in the inner circle committed mass suicide and others were found mysteriously shot or smothered to death, all dressed in their ceremonial robes. Yeah, see, this gets like a zero. <laughs> what? Well, because, I mean, I die. <laughs> oh, okay. You're just, this whole grading system is not like... Uh, well, okay, if it wasn't for the death part... I thought that was going to escalate it. We're not even going by interest anymore. We're going by how you would be in these... Cults. So wait, how do you want to read it? So like, I want to read it like in terms of interest. Oh, and of interest. Okay. Not so like, how th- this is a new wrinkle that how you would fare in the cult. Okay. So these are all be zeros. Okay. So interest for, in like, and like not appeal to you, but like the craziness and like okay, this is a uh, this is definitely a cult. Like it's that's oh, okay. what you want to base it on. So is it out of ten or a five? Five? Five. I guess it gives us one of four. Okay. That's better. Okay. <laughs> I didn't want to have all zeros and ones and be like, okay, well, that was a dud. Number five, the Freedomites. Originally formed in Saskatchewan in 1902 after a fracturing of different religious groups who had fled Russia to escape persecution, the Freedomites insist on three different things. Communal living, nudity, and anarchy. They became most famous for their all-nude public demonstrations to show opposition to the material tendencies of society. And in the 20s and 30s, even burned and bombed a whole slew of public buildings, while naked, of course, to show their disdain for the government. Yeah, I give this a five. <laughs> really? Yeah, I like the nudity part. Like, well, unless, well, I mean, you're in Canada, so I guess it depends on the season. Yeah. Because, I mean, I don't want to be naked while it's cold yeah that's not good yeah okay so we're still going by if you're in the cold (laughs) all right well they're the ones to beat right now even though you can't go higher than a five number six the movement for the restoration of the ten commandments i've briefly read about this one oh you have yeah so a breakaway movement from the roman catholic church the movement was founded in the late 80s in uganda and revolved around the strict adherence to the ten commandments as a means of avoiding damnation in the apocalypse. Among the otter tenets were weekly fasts and the outlawing of both soap and sex. <laughs> what is that? I don't know. What... It's the first time I've actually read that. I don't know why. Anyways, the sex began to unravel after the world failed to end at the start of the new millennium, as they predicted. So they were one of those Y2K groups. Yeah. Resulting in a mass murder involving a series of poisoning, stabbings, and a massive church fire. And your rating, Mindy. Okay, well, originally it was just like a one. Because, mm-hmm. like, 
Ten Commandments, like, can you always be following the Ten Commandments? <laughs> like, if you're a uh, Christian or whatever. It is. Yeah, what do they mean by res- restoration? Like, I, I mean, from what I understand about the Ten Commandments, it's not that hard to just, follow them. They're just principles. Yeah. Right? Restoration, like what? You're going to get put them on tablets again? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and then it was just kind of like boring, like, you know, no sex. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck that. Yeah, and soap. And, and I know, I mean, I feel like it's worse than I have not have soap than not have sex. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I just, just how like clean I like to be. It's just, yeah. Right. Um, but then it got interesting when it came to like. Poisoning, stabbings, and church fire. Yeah. So I give it like a three. Okay. Yeah. Very good. I made up for it at the end. All right. Hitting the home stretch here is number seven. <laughs> the Aum Shinrikyo. Aum Shinrikyo. Aum yeah. Shinrikyo. Yeah. Do you know what it is? Uh, sort of, yeah. Okay. Combining mm-hmm. extreme and idiosyncratic interpretations of religions ranging from Buddhism to Christianity, it was founded in 1984 and considered fairly controversial from the beginning for its doomsday prophecies, which involved a third world war instigated by the U.S. Then things got violent. It was discovered that they engaged in outrageously dangerous initiation practices and were murdering members who tried to leave. The group was officially designated a terrorist group if they were found after they were found responsible for a coordinated sarin gas attack on five trains in the Tokyo subway system that killed 13 and affected more than a thousand other commuter, uh, other commuters in 1995. So that's probably, that's where I've, I've heard of that incident, but I didn't know. It was... Yeah. Well, you know, the last podcast on the left, mm-hmm. I, I listened to a podcast about Om Chirikyo and like the oh, okay. whole cult and things like that. So, so what would you assess this as then? Uh... I would rate it a four. Okay. There's a lot of more corruption mm-hmm. and violence, and violence than um, you're explaining here. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 interesting. Yeah, it's called interesting. All right, number eight, the creativity movement, based in Illinois, creativity was officially formed in 1973 to unite white people through a common racial religion. That's annoying. (laughs) (laughs) While much of their belief system involves a naturalist philosophy and abiding by an extremely healthy lifestyle, their their supreme value is that what is good for white people is the highest good. And it's exactly that that type of thinking that has earned them a place on a list of neo-Nazi organizations by the Southern Poverty Law Center. So they're basically the KKK, it sounds like. Boring. Negative so one. Zero, yeah. Negative one. Agreed. The creativity. Even the name is The lame. creativity? It's like, didn't we always have creativity? <laughs> hey, we're the cool guys. It's like, what happened to the Renaissance? They weren't yeah. creative back then. Can we... Let's try to think of a creative name for our group, guys. Let's see. The white dudes. No, it's not going to work. White... Well, I mean, that's going to scream like that we're neo-Nazis. Exactly. Okay. So something creative then. The creative men... No, Fuck. that's not as cool. Let's see. Uh, the creativity. Creativity. The movement. The creativity the movement. movement. Nailed it. Nice. <laughs> you got a zero, you assholes. Number nine. No, you, you got negative oh, one. negative one. <laughs> Sorry. John Froome, or from, I don't know. I'll say Froome. Okay. It's F-R-U-M. Founded on the island of Tana in the South Pacific, this fascinating cult revolves around the I'm trying to p- picture the South Pacific. Oh, I thought you were going to sneeze again. No. <laughs> Revolves around the image of an American World War II serviceman who is thought to bring wealth and prosperity to the isolated island. 
It originated in the early 40s when 300,000 American troops were stationed in the area and armed, and armed with tons of supplies and cargo related to their mission. The troops eventually left along with much of their gear, but the followers of John Froome held out hope that they'd return, building symbolic landing strips to encourage American planes to stop by and bring goods. That's it. <coughs> I give it like a two because mm-hmm. it's like kind of World War Two related. Yeah, and you like that? Yeah, and I like. But those that. are the other points they get because it's just guys waiting. Uh, yeah, it's just guys <laughs> waiting. Like there's nothing exciting happening. Yeah, agreed. So. And we'll end on number ten. You probably heard of it. I know I've heard of the name, but I'm not sure what it was. And it's realism. Didn't I talk about this in the podcast? Maybe. I think I did. Okay, we'll see. Founded in 1974 by the French race car driver Claude Vorilhan. I definitely did a story about this. (laughs) Realism teaches that human life was created intentionally by a bunch of aliens who later sent messengers in human form to check in on things, including Jesus and Buddha. Yeah. Do you know what episode it was? Um, Aliens or... Yeah, you have to to see a list of them, right? Yeah. But I I definitely did this story. So on the surface, their values are quite agreeable, considering they advocate world peace, sharing, democracy, nonviolence, and a liberal view of sexuality. But they most certainly have their strange side. For instance, in the late 90s, the organization founded a cloning company and made the bold claim, with zero proof, that they'd actually cloned a human in 2000. That's realism. So, since you did it, what is it, a five? Yeah, it's a five. Yeah. It's, it's super weird. That's yeah. why I did it. Yeah, we'll have to go back and try to figure out where you talked about it because it sounds familiar, but yeah. yeah, lots of cults out there. I feel like you maybe have only heard of two or three of these. So, you, the Aum Shinrikyo and that one and a couple others. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, some lame ones, some interesting ones. Tried yeah. to stay away from like super fucked up ones ones. (laughs) unknown ones yeah um but yeah i think i think we're good on that (laughs) as far as your personal thoughts on on cults um don't join cults (laughs) in general Uh don't 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 do them um you know just stick to um facebook groups therapy (laughs) your philosophies mm-hmm. um well-established religions but even then those are kind of corrupt sometimes and yeah. i'm even talking about my own religion mm-hmm. catholicism mm-hmm. so um just you know do your research um if people are telling you that your you know your beliefs are crazy and you shouldn't be part of that organization maybe listen to your family members if you know, it might be just doing, trying the best, trying to think of your best interests, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And if you, and if the people are telling you to step away from your family, then that should be a red flag for you. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. So yeah. And That's if you're a chick and you want to go into a strip club and someone tries to stop you, you have a right to see them titties, right? Yeah. <laughs> so go you ahead. Can, and bust you got. You can have the right to sue them. Get the money, start your own strip club, and see them titties. Yes. Yes. Well said. <laughs> that might be our topic of episode 58 next week. Titties? <laughs> yeah, titties. <laughs> I'm going to edit that one the same night. and be like, I got to get this out there. <laughs> Record amount of listeners. 
Although there's not, we're not a visual podcast, so I don't know. Yeah, you're not going to see a visual of that. <laughs> and on that note, let's go ahead and raise our glasses here. And go grab a refill. All right, bye. Bye. Paul McCartney be in a cult. No, that'd be more of a John Lennon kind of thing.